Good morning, good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing today? Rise and shine. It's a new day. Come on, wake up, everybody. It's a blessed morning. It's a good morning. It's a new day. It's the day that the Lord has made. It's time for all you sleepy heads to what? Rise up and get out those beds. It's a beautiful day. It's a brand new day. This is Prophet Jay and Prophet is feet. And this is brighter day in the morning. I'm just one half, just good, not good playing solo, but together we make a dynamic duo. Like two peas in a pod, but we're more like Twix. We give you something sweet with some real substance in the mix. That means you have to chew on what you've heard and learned, and all we speak about is applied with the word. It's our heart's desire to be a voice to provoke and inspire, but to cause an awakening in you is our greatest desire. This is Inspiration360Radio.com, home of inspiration. Motivation and, and transformation. transformation. Listen, we've already got the preliminaries out of the way, but we're going to do something that we're supposed to do every morning. That is, go before the Lord in prayer. So if you didn't get a chance to start your day off with prayer, you're going to get a chance brand new right now. So we're going to look to the Lord and just talk to him for a moment. And listen, this is something we should do every morning. Every it shouldn't morning. be when we make it home in the evening or Sundays alone. It, it, I saw somebody with a t-shirt that said, Jesus is bigger than Sunday. And I thought that was powerful. Wow. So listen, Jesus is big every day. And I've been saying this, let's make Jesus popular. Yeah, In a yeah. world where he is so unpopular and we don't like to use his name. But let's say this, 
we're going to go before the Lord, and let's just remember him today. And if you don't mind, baby, you can just take us into a word of prayer. Thank you, Lord. Well, let's join us in prayer this morning. It's a brighter day. It's a wonderful day. And so we're going to lift up the name of Jesus Christ. We're going to lift him high above every situation. We're going to invite the presence of the Holy Spirit to be with us today, that all hearts and mind, everyone will be encouraged and will be blessed by the radio program this morning. So Heavenly Father, we come to you in the precious name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, O oh God, for being here in the midst of us, O oh God. We thank you, God, for being with our listeners. We thank you, God, for being our provider. We thank you for being and Jehovah Jireh. Father, we thank you, God, for all things are in you, God. And so we honor you this morning and we thank you, God, that we are alive in the land of the living. Father, we pray for peace. We pray for joy this morning. We pray, oh God, that every weight will be lifted this morning. We pray, oh God, today we'll experience your love. Your people will experience your joy, your happiness in the name of Jesus. Father, we cover everyone under the blood of Jesus Christ. We come against every assignment of the enemy. Father, we decree and declare that they shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord and that no weapon that is formed against them it shall not prosper in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we decree and declare Psalms 91 over their life. Father, we decree and declare Psalms 27 over their life in the name of Jesus Christ that they will not walk in fear, O God, but you have not given them the spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind. So I pray this morning that you will cover our listeners under the blood of Jesus. Father, we lift up the globe at large. We lift up the world at large. Father, we yes, pray Lord. for every soul. We pray for every person, oh God, Hallelujah. who do not have a relationship with you. Father, we're praying for souls to come to Jesus in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we pray, oh God, for we know that if you be lifted up, oh God, that you will draw all men unto thee in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we thank you this morning and we honor you, God, and we pray, oh God, that souls will come into the kingdom of God. For, Father, you said that you will make us fishers of men. So, Father, we pray this morning. For you said the harvest is plentiful, but the labor are few. So God, we're asking that you will send the Lord of the harvest. We're praying this morning, oh God, for an evangelistic anointing, oh God, that we will reach the souls, that will reach people, oh God, that are out there, that are lost, oh God, that need to be found in the name of Jesus. So Father, we lift you high above every problem, every situation, every frustration in the name of Jesus. Father, cover us under the blood. Father, we decree and declare that we shall live and not die to yes. declare the works of the Lord and that no weapon that is formed against us it shall not prosper in the name of Jesus Christ so father we honor you on this morning oh God for greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world oh God we thank you God for your love this morning we thank you for your Shekinah glory father you said that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty so father we thank you God that as even in this time oh God as we draw closer to you as we build a relationship with you God father we're asking oh God that you will lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. You say, yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil for you are with us. And I thank you, God, that you are with us. You are our God. You are our King. You are Lord. You are King of Kings. You're the Lion of the tribe of Judah. And I thank you this morning, oh God, that the weight is being lifted. I thank you, God, that peace is coming into people's home. I thank you, God, that the spirit of depression is leaving in the name of Jesus Christ. 
I thank you, God, that the spirit of anxiety is leaving in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, that peace is being restored to every family, to every home, to every nation in the name of Jesus Christ, that your name shall be lifted high above every nation, every globe, every continent in the name of Jesus from Europe to Africa to Asia, Father, to the Caribbeans, all over the world, God, that your name will be lifted up. Father, we're asking God that you will open up the windows of heaven, that you will pour out a blessing that we cannot receive, we cannot contain in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we receive the blessings of the Lord that make it rich and added no sorrow to be our divine portion on this morning. So, Father, we thank you, God, for every man, woman, boy, and girl, every child that would hear us this morning, oh God. Father, let them receive a supernatural blessing upon their life. Let them experience you in a new and a wonderful way. I thank you, God, for your favor. I thank you, God, for your love. I thank you, God, for you said, what does it profit us to do all these things and have not love in our heart? So, Father, I pray this morning that we can get back to a place, oh God, where our heart, we will have a heart to forgive and a heart to love, a heart of compassion, oh God. For you said, what greater love than this, than a man lay down his life for his friend. So I pray this morning that we will be the friend to somebody, that we will lay down our life, oh God, that we will reach out to someone, that we will check on someone in the name of Jesus. Father, remember the elderly. Remember those, oh God, who are alone. Remember them in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that you will send good Samaritan along the way, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that whatever need that someone have, it will be met in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift them up, oh God, and we're asking, oh God, that you will give us all a heart of compassion, oh God, to reach out to those that are in need, oh God, and that we can be a channel of blessing in the earth in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Father, you said that you were naked and we did not clothe you. You said we were hungry and we did not feed you. So, Father God, we're praying, oh God, that we will take on the characteristics of Jesus Christ and that we will reach out to someone, that we will yes, be a blessing, oh God. So, Father, remember everyone that is out there on the front line in the name of Jesus, from our pastors to our apostles, oh God, to the doctors, to the lawyers, oh God, to the policemen, those, oh God, the nurses, Father, everyone, oh God, that is on the front line, we pray for them right now in the name of Jesus. We ask that you will protect them, that you will cover them under the blood of Jesus Christ. And Father, we thank you, oh God, because we believe in the power of prayer. And Father, even as we pray this morning, that somebody's life is being changed, somebody's life is being turned around for the glory of God shall be revealed in the earth in the name of Jesus. So Father, we pray, oh God, that revival will hit the land. We pray, oh God, that the Father will return, the children return back to the fathers in the name of Jesus. But you, you said in the last day that you will pour out your spirit upon all flesh. So Father, we thank you, God, for an infilling. We thank you, God, for the spirit of the living God. Father, as you move, oh God, Father, we move out the way. We decrease and we ask that you will increase in us even on this radio program. Father, increase in us. Take over this show, oh God, that your name will be glorified in the earth in the name of Jesus Christ. So Father, we honor you. We bless you. We love you. And we thank you, God. And we give your name the praise, the honor, and the glory that is due your name. In Christ Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to the brighter day morning show. Yes. It's going to be a lovely day. We're praying that you guys are out there. You're listening to us. And we just want you to know 
We'll be going live on Facebook for the first half of the show. And for the next half, we want you to keep tuning in and join us on Inspiration365Radio.com. Inspiration360 360. Radio. 360. I don't know why I keep going 365. <laughs> like I'm on SharePoint. That's the, that's that IT world and crazy stuff in my head. All right. Inspiration360Radio.com. Amen. Listen, how are you guys feeling today? Good. good, I'm good. feeling good. I, so I'll ask, I'll start first with you. How are you feeling? Feeling great, baby. So good morning, and it's a happy, bright yeah. day to you. Listen, yeah. for those that don't know, to our neighbors, we're the Rogers, Mr. Rogers, Mrs. Rogers. So and, and it's a beautiful rem- day. Yes, in the remember that one. I feel like getting on the keyboard and playing the old school. You should song. do that, baby. That request. It's not. It's not plugged would up you right be now. Mine? Yeah. Would you would be? You would you be, be my neighbor? neighbor? So listen. So you guys are in the neighborhood, and we trust and pray that you guys are going to be blessed. It's going to be a good show, and we're praying as always that we say something that's going to provoke you, that's going to inspire. And so we're going to start out with something that we always say, which is called hot tops. That's the hot topics, the trending topics that's going on in today's society, in the land, in the world at large. And so I wanted to read something because. I don't know if you are, but I'm a follower of the Olympics, babe. You know that. You know, every four years, every four years, I could track it from uh, 2016 Rio to 2012 to 2008 to 2006 to um, um, 2004 to 2000 Olympics. Back way back when Michael Johnson broke the world record before, you know, my wife is Jamaican. So before the Jamaicans were running the track world, you know, it was the U.S. of A. You say. Yeah. And so. I follow the Olympics like since I was a kid faithfully. And so um, I wanted to read this because I thought this was uh, something worth uh, reading. So this article on um, it says Tokyo 2020 Olympics will now take place in July 2021 due to the coronavirus. Now, for anybody that's an Olympic fan that really set their TVs for those two weeks to watch it, this is a disappointment to you. This is a disappointment for me. I do understand, but we have to wait another year just to see this. So anyway, the International Olympic Committee has announced new dates for the Olympics in 2021. And it goes on to say almost all major sporting events have been canceled or postponed due to the coronavirus pandemic. The Olympic Games, originally set for this summer in Tokyo, was also postponed, but has now been officially rescheduled with new dates just announced. The Olympic Games were now start on July 23rd, 2021, and run until August the 8th. The Games were originally supposed to take place July the 24th, August 9th in 2020. So I just wanted to say, I don't know about you, but this is just for me. I know this is going <laughs> to affect somebody. This, let me tell you something. I used to set my DVR, DVDs, uh, um, the, uh, what do you call that back in the day, the VCR, whatever that you, we used to record. Lord. Yeah, we were recorded. So since I was a kid, I'm in my 40s now with children and a grandchild, but I look forward to the Olympics every four years. I've been waiting. Matter of fact, for people like me, you have people who are retiring in track and field after this year, so they won't even be in the Olympics next year. So this is affecting me because I wanted to see uh, Justin Gatlin run one last Olympics, and so <laughs> I won't get to see that. And so, uh, but um, anyway, I just threw that out there because I thought that was important. I know somebody follows the Olympics, and so for that, I don't know if that matters to you. I know your Jamaicans, uh, 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 they're still pretty solid on the track. But this year we got some competition, and so we were looking to beat them. Because we're saying boats gone, not in these Olympics now. We were looking to beat you guys. So I don't know what's going to happen now. 
I think everybody have their. You're you're a man of sports of all kinds of sport, boxing, Absolute of course. Battle. And you better believe it. <laughs> and you love the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I'm. I think you know. I think all of us. I think people in general. You got your sports fanatic. You got people that don't care too much for sports. Um, you got some people that only like particular sports. So I think go a Broadway where I mean, especially with that and the NBA and all these people are being affected in some way or some format. But I think. Do you feel like? I feel like. Everyone have their own ick up. I, you know, I always feel like my girlfriend used to say back in the day, don't yuck my, yu- my yummy in a sense. So mm-hmm. kind of what matters to you may not matter to somebody else. Isn't that weird? So we magnify in our life what really matters to us. And, but for other people, we don't, um, you know, their, their thing that might be relevant or important to them, that's, that's, that's kind of just how it is, how the world is. But I always say, don't yuck my yummy. So that's, that's your thing. Hey, I, I feel you, even though I don't really feel you. Yeah. But I'm a sports fanatic, though. I love, yeah, yeah, but sure. I, but mm-hmm. not every. You're probably more as as much as I love sports. Maybe because I haven't gotten really into a lot of sports. But you know, my 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 few favorite sports that I would commit yeah. to and watch. You know, yeah. but which was basketball, football, yeah. soccer for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, all that but stuff because like I played those sports, so I yeah. passion. But it's yes, it, it's definitely. I used to be. I don't know if y'all out there, a sports fan out mm-hmm. there. I used to be a radical, kind of out of control sports person. Yeah. Just really, just really. Don't tell a story because yeah. you always got a story to tell. Don't yeah, no, no, don't I'm tell not, a story. Don't no, no, don't start no, off with no but story. But I'm saying, let me tell you, not just a sports fanatic. I was. But I was one of the ones that was uh, played ball, so I stayed on the court. I stayed on the court 10, I 11, 12 at night, 1 a.m. in the court where they used to have the spotlights until they would have to kick you off the court. Yeah. I had a neighbor. Matter of fact, my neighbor, I would, I would ball, and I would be outside just practicing my dribbles, my handles, and all the little one and one moves. Right. And so I would be outside, and it would be like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and my neighbor would yell out the house, my neighbor next door, Rogers. It's 11 o'clock. Really? Yes. He was, oh, yeah, wow. it, it was frustrating. I can't even believe your parents yeah. would let you stay out that late. Le- well, yeah, I was. I was. That's because you was yeah, in the yard. Yeah, that was. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. when you're young. Yeah. You know, when you're like 12, 13, 14, 15, yeah. they're not just going to let me be gone like that. Not yeah. at all. Not how I grew up. Yeah, no. I grew up differently. You know, like, yeah. We were walking the yeah, street. Yeah. Well, we grew up in Jamaica. So, yeah. I mean, and then even after mm-hmm. that, there was just. I don't know. Different communities at different times. Yeah. Now it's a different perspective because yeah. we, you know, you could just walk out the street yeah, you know absolutely. at a young age or whatever yeah. you know i'm pretty sure crazy stuff happened then but it wasn't as much as it is yeah. as it is now yeah. so uh, there was a, a level of freedom or independence when you, you know you go um just exploring the world getting out there throwing rocks doing crazy stuff trying to climb that tree you're not supposed to get scratched bumps bruised all that how stuff. old were you when you were throwing rocks probably throwing that rock? was real early everybody loved to throw rocks you never threw rocks yeah when i was a kid but when I was a kid, or when I became an adult, <laughs> <laughs> I put nah, away you, when you, nah, when you, you became an adult, it's a different like throwing rocks. Hey, it's kind of cute. I know this is Ain't this is, cute about nah, that. this is when it's kind of cute when you like on the family vacation, and like you had a pond with your grandkid or your children, and you're doing it with them. That's oh, yeah, when it's course. cute. But or you yeah, at the beach, course, but not on. just doing it on yeah, your own. That's what I'm saying. That's different kind of rock throwing, baby. You made it seem like you just go outside. Like, woe is me. He loves me. He loves me not just throwing rocks like you're just <laughs> like hey, that's, i don't know about that no but anyway no, but as much as a sports fanatic yeah. and i was as much as i still love sports especially boxing and basketball and football right the the, the truth be told it's like it's like once you start pastoring 
it's hard to, to find that time to really just to really just do that the way you want to. Right. You have to put things on record and watch it or sit back late at night just to catch up. Yeah, that's true. But it, you feel like it's because you're a pastor. I feel like once this this one I knew, like, you know, my Not life. Just a pastor, if you just care for people and people are always blowing your phone up. Really? I think I mean, well, I guess it's a little different. I guess. It, yeah, I guess it get a little bit more intense. But before that, and not that people blowing your phone up, but I think uh, before that, like I realized that as a Christian, when you get saved and it's not like you don't stop doing certain things that you love. And yeah. I don't think that's God. But I realized that your priority change, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, you know, like absolutely. how you would make that your mm -hmm. main focus, you know, like you're an addict to yeah, sports yeah. or whatever. So a lot of people you would skip church, yeah. even even when we weren't pastors, mm -hmm. like once I really got when a true relationship with Christ and really understand that he said thou shalt have no other God before me and really got into that love walk mm -hmm. with Christ I realized like it wasn't like it's kind of I don't know if it's hard to explain to people you might can identify y'all out there can kind of identify with what I'm saying it's like I think it's like it's like even I mean it's it's amazing like we're going to talk about the bride of Christ and all that later including relationship it's like when you fall in love with somebody like you're you, you know you think about this when you meet that girl or that guy or you're dating them and you really digging them and all that stuff sometimes you know your favorite thing might be coming on but it's something in you that want that person more or want that attention more so you might give up that thing that you really love and go hang out with that person i don't know yeah. if you've ever been in that position but yeah, that's kind of that how i feel like when i got saved or when i really had that relationship with christ and i really fell in love with him i realized like i was so willing to yeah. give those things up that i loved before yeah. like you know what i'm saying like i would never miss a game or football yeah. like don't especially my team the 49ers what yeah. jerry rice joe Montana back in the days like doing it like who wants to miss any game? Good thing I got saved after that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but I'm just saying, in that moment, I realized, like, my love for Christ, like, things were changing in my world. The things that I chased after before yeah. um, wasn't priority to me. It's not that I didn't love yeah. the things anymore, yeah. so don't forget so it. Like, I'm still yeah, human. And, and I still to, love those to things. To answer that question, I, yeah. yes. Yes, I've been in those shoes yeah. where when you're getting to know somebody, yeah, you're, you're um, putting aside some other things to make her the first priority yeah. but let me say this so th that's what you do and then let me say this first you still talking about them 49ers from the 1980s why nobody, nobody care about hating? that nobody care about no 49ers why you hate it? i think we still how many I'm rings we got though how it, many rings it, we it have it doesn't matter tell how me, many rings tell we, we got playing on that roster now it doesn't matter oh, okay. right. it doesn't matter so the anyway, rings count super bowl y'all tell everybody the super bowl counts it matters but, but so we're not going to talk about your team. Who's your team? Can we just let people Listen, know who your team I, I mean, I I'm know you have a lot of fans, know. but y'all know. I'm ashamed to say what my team you is right yeah, I know you should so, be so I'm, a, I'm a Washington. At least, at least my team came back in the Super Bowl this year. We may have not won yeah. it. I'm ashamed to say, but I still have allegiance. I still show loyalty. Loyalty. Dedication. I can almost preach on that. But listen, I still have my loyalty and allegiance to it, and I am ashamed to say it, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it anyway. Say it. I'm still a Redskins fan. But listen, this past year, I actually said, you know what, I think I'm really thinking about leaving them alone because I'm. it's it's affecting my day. It starts my Mondays off wrong. And so, you know, but anyway, but let me say, yes, when you're getting to know somebody, and this is going off into the relationship angle, when you're starting to get to know somebody, Somebody, you say, let me pass up on this basketball game. It's 82 games in a basketball year. 16 games. I can miss a game to go on this date. I'm right. trying to get to know her. But once she, once, once she's yours, that's when many times all that goes out the window. You know I love you, babe, but you know when it comes. See, basketball is 82 games a year. I can skip a, a few games. I can skip 20, 30 games. 
football, you can skip a couple of games. But now, when it comes to boxing, the oh, Showtime fights, no. I said, babe, the game is, the fight is tonight. Oh, I'm gosh. shutting down. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm shutting down 9 o'clock, get my peas again. So that's after we married, but if we was dating. If we was dating, and, then, come on, um, I got to win your affection. Y'all be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it's, uh, you know what? I'm going to put boxing to the side because I, 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 I love boxing. But you know what? I'm trying to get to know you. I'm trying to know you. This it, it's not even as important to you. And so then you almost have the question: Is this partial lie? <laughs> is it a lie? <laughs> because yes, I did. I wanted to get to know you, but let me tell you something. So you know, once you come together, you know all my likes. You know the things that I desire. So now, when it comes to boxing, I be like, babe, the night is shutting down. The kids, kids know. upstairs, the boxing. Is, is going down. And so and you back and forth trying to figure out who you're going to connect with, how y'all going to watch the fight. Yeah, look, I, I think look, boxing just a, yeah. is a pain. I mean, no, I be not. looking at it, y'all it, like. The, the price is insane. Now, when you're talking about $89 or $99, but let me tell you something, for a boxing fan, the right fight is worth it. I just don't like, I mean, I don't like boxing anymore because to me it don't remind me of the days, the, the days of like of it is man yeah. that's used to to me that was boxing yeah. that it, was on your on your you on the edge of your seat it like was, it, it was it, more yeah. to me like I mean they were really boxing yeah. now it's like it's about the money more to me yeah, in is. a sense yeah, but boxing man imagine them days with holy feel like it was just man it yeah. was beautiful mike tyson all that stuff that to me mm -hmm. i love i was not that yeah. if that come back what happened why why we why we don't see that anymore it, it's i mean it's a different time and you got to realize and we this almost sounds like sports radio right now oh but yeah listen, oh, no, and no, i can do that back. too but no no yeah <laughs> we can go but i'll just end with this by saying this is that no well it's it's a money-making sport it's a money-making sport and back then fighters wanted to fight the best regardless of the money or the purse but now it's like to get the best versus the best there's so much that go into it. it's a lot of uh, uh, uh political moves even in that and so you can't just get the best versus the best because many people don't want to take a chance and lose their oh if somebody is 21 and oh another one's 23 and oh they rather build that fight up over the course of three four years when somebody's out of their prime to have that fight that's a that's another topic so let's we, we're going to come back yes listen, <laughs> I can talk before. we're going to go into the angle of relationships we're yeah bring in that, so, yeah you know yeah I mean? so <laughs> what's the best way to say wait since we've been talking about boxing you know when two people are fighting it's almost like these relationships <laughs> fighting and, and, and staying in the house every day and you know we're boxing and fighting you know arguing with one another people ain't even staying in the house and they still arguing with each other and yeah. it's like they just dating and relationship yeah. in general period yeah. it's interesting well we hope we hope last week that you guys were truly blessed yeah. um with the relationship topics that we did we know uh it was you know it was a, some of it was a it was needed but we know that it um you know, it was something that we don't talk about. So, I mean, on Fridays, we plan on hitting that back, going on those sensitive relation topic that, um, and the truth be told, you know, uh, we've been getting great feedback and people have been telling us, um, you know, th th these are things that nobody wants to talk about, but the reality is people are struggling in yeah, these areas. Yeah, so again, like Prophet said last week, our job is to bring the word of God, to bring enlightenment, to bring some revelation yeah. concerning the word of God, concerning these things, because again, we were talking about different shows that are in the secular arena that is given, I mean, the Bible, I go back again to Psalms 1 that says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the, the ungodly. ungodly. Yep. I'm telling y'all, yep. and, 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 uh, and, and you realize that when you are, when as we as christian we want the, we we are supposed to live by the word of god right absolutely and so we have to really come to a place where we can admit all of us uh, that we have 
taken some ungodly um, information in, yeah. right, or counsel, I would say. And so now we got to be okay with be open it, open up ourselves to hear the truth based on the word of God, not our opinion, not, pro you know, we can tell you based on our experience and give you the truth of God, uh, but going back to the word of God and really getting a, a good understanding of what the word of God says concerning a lot of these yeah. things, because th I feel like even after last week and always been, I feel like if y'all out there, let me know, I feel like there's a wrestling within some people because you've been doing these things for so long that it has become the norm to you. So we've almost justified, you know, how we can justify sin like uh, we can defend our sin yeah. when, especially when we're doing something wrong, like the, the quote unquote thing people do nowadays, like don't judge me, right? Yeah, yeah. And it, but it doesn't line up with scripture. So we as leaders or people in the body of Christ, sometimes we're challenged or, you know, worrying about people being offended, number one, being worried about people thinking the wrong thing. But all we can do is be a mouthpiece for God and give the truth yeah, and give on. the word yeah. of God. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, like Jesus said, if you, if they reject you, dust the, the sand off yeah. your feet and keep it moving, yeah. you know. But you got to give the truth. So it's yeah. not it's not for you to say if they're going to receive it or not. Your job is to give the truth and yeah. give the word of God. Absolutely. So I feel like there, uh, when you're trying to, when something has been built incorrectly and you've been living it in so long, and a lot of times we, all of us, in all aspects of our life, going through that demolition uh, part of the process, meaning sometimes you got to tear that mm -hmm. foundation down. And when you see a building coming down, it's not pretty. It doesn't look mm -hmm. good. The demolition process doesn't look good. It looks a mess. You see everything crumbling. It's coming down. But when you destroy that and begin to rebuild again yeah. and mm -hmm. build right on the good foundation, Absolutely. then you have something solid that can stand. Absolutely. And so that's really our job is to build a solid foundation for relationship yeah. that we can look and identify. You know what? Yeah. My relationship is not on Christ centered. It's some yeah. it's on some not and, some and, sanding and, ground. And here. I think you're saying it right because many times we have to strip down some things mm -hmm. that we've learned, some things yeah. that we've been taught and you have to strip it down. And it's like I, I I liken it unto this. Many times when you go into a house someone is looking for a home to purchase and they go in and see a home and say oh i like this home let's get this home not knowing that all the fresh paint that they see somebody's just painting over the mold over drywall and just mm -hmm. painting over this and there's still mold there's still an issue that's behind the walls there's mold behind the walls in the wood and so sometimes we paint over it and we make everything look right uh, we think things are right wow. and the way we've been taught needs to be fully stripped down so we can start all over and build a brand new temple build a brand new edifice wow, that's and so good. That's we good take profit. our cues we take a lot of our cues you know I, if i was to ask a question my question would be to the christians why do we take our cues from celebrity figures when it comes to relationships? Wow. Why do we take wow. our cues that's from good. every atheistic doctor and agnostic psychiatrist that's on, on the plat platform of the masses that says this is how you do this? And we take our cues from them, but we, we, we and the Bible says, uh, Psalm, uh, um, Psalms chapter 1, blesses the man that you said that, that walked not, not in the counsel not, of, the yeah. of the ungodly. Yeah. And so many times we take our cues, we take our trends, we, we follow 
follow the trendsetters of everything that's ungodly. We listen to everybody that's ungodly. If they talk on a on a show, on a talk show, and say this is how you need to spice up your bedroom, this is how you need to handle your husband. Uh, if you're angry at him, you you put him on yeah. the sofa. You know, wow. we take these things yeah. and we think this is cool. We get in relationships. Christians say, listen, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, no, you you go sleep out there. We take our cues from from what's not biblical, and we don't even look at it from a biblical foundation. And what we do, and what we've been doing, we need to strip strip it down. I, the, the way our foundation, the way we believe, our foundation is off. You can go in some houses. Wow, if you're into good. renovations and different things like this, when you start to install a door in a room, you see that the bottom sometimes is off. So the ground is unleveled. And so you can't place the door in properly. And you got to tweak the edges and do different things, put in shims on the wall around the door, and just to get it adjusted to be balanced. And so many times it's like our foundation is all screwed up. Yeah. It's all wow. screwed up. And you got to like adjust it just like shimmying the door. You got to adjust it all around the walls of the of the door just to bring back balance and wow. so we need to strip some things down just to bring balance to christian life and christian living christian singles wow and christian it's marriages good. it's good it's good prophet and it just reminded me yesterday even in the message i think that was like ephesians 4 uh, but it told us like you know when you think about it a lot of times when we first when we get saved or we get into this relationship with christ again our foundation we first a good foundation was that we did accept christ but then we we didn't we weren't taught how to build properly on that yeah. foundation so we didn't realize just like how we're that's such a great example the demolition process of yeah. the old man being yeah. destroyed mm-hmm. and the new man that's supposed yeah. to come up yeah. uh, but we said yes to christ and still living in the old man the old mindset doing the old things carrying on the same old stuff and we gotta kill that stuff and i like that listen what you said i'm telling you everything that you say can really be i always say this to people (laughs) there's a message yeah there's a message every day we should do that i should put that thing in this may be the moment and give you a word and make you preach on it you can preach on that (laughs) when you're talking about you talking about demolition if people understand how demolition works a number of ways. Sometimes they're, if they're trying to break down a structure to uh, build up a new structure, like you've seen that in D.C. when they did the convention center. Right. So they do it more than one way. Many times, if I was to ask the structure or the or the building that's getting broke down, that building would say it hurts. Demolition hurts. Mm. So listen, when it's demolition to a building, you know why? Because it's Woo. something called a wrecking ball comes in. Boom, and it crushes the it crushes the foundations. It crushes it, and not only that. Sometimes they do demolition by placing bombs, bombs on the inside of the building, and they wow. detonate the bomb, and it crumbles and it crushes and wow. breaks everything down. Wow! And so I'm telling you, that's a word in itself. I'm like, uh, I feel like my, I feel like, wait, wait, I feel like my brother, my prophetic brother, my <laughs> prophetic brother, Prophet Marcus, and he was like, we was talking the other day. He was like. And he was he was feeling. Listen, I, I feel that because yeah. the truth is, if you was to ask a building man you're breaking down my foundations it hurts yeah so we need to break down some of this stuff and crush some of this stuff and, and the way break we down even what looks good on the outside yeah what does that mean to you because we have a different perspective so <laughs> let, let me say this some things you some things you gotta just say we agree to disagree when i say i, I let's say this my wife it doesn't matter that uh, somebody could have had one tooth, one eye, one foot, <laughs> one thumb. And my wife said, he's a man of God. I'll, I love him. I, 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 but, you know, I don't know how you see the heart first. I always say this. I, I saw the external first. Before I saw your heart and knew you was a woman of God, I saw you. I said, I like her. I like her. So 
I saw you first. I think, yeah, but I think. And I fell in love with what's on the inside. I did, you. but I saw thank the outside. You. So, you know, nobody sees the inside of your heart. Nobody sees that first. So I say, listen, I, and I wasn't shallow. And so this is for the people to know I wasn't shallow. Because <laughs> <laughs> it can sound shallow like my, like that time we talked with my brother, Pastor Ricardo. And so, but listen, the truth is, uh, is that, listen, I saw you first. I saw you first, and I said, I, you know, it's something about you, but then I begin to see you. So you can see the external first, but the more you're around somebody, you begin to see them. You begin to see the fullness of who they are. So I don't know what angle you was going to go in, but I said, I'm going to throw in my two cents. No, no, no. I really wasn't going oh, that okay. angle. I was just honestly saying that sometime, you know, we it's just like purchasing a home a lot of times. Uh, you can look on the outside mm -hmm. of the structure, and that's why you need an appraiser. You need someone to look beyond what you're seeing because a lot of times people that are, you know, selling homes or they're into this flipping stuff, sometimes what they do is, you know, they make it first attractive because they yeah. know how we are, the eyes, mm -hmm. right? And so they know the first thing you're going to see and you start walking through. And a lot of times, even in relationship, yeah. the truth is, we do not dig deeper because we are so that's sometimes true for a lot of people because i've heard guys that will look at her look at her body and yeah. and, and that's all they're focusing on and then on that's the good. inside this yeah. is a beast on the inside but guess what they're so concerned about the external yeah. that they would choose that because that's what's most important to so them so you're saying when a man so is what, checking out a so woman what, he's appraising her what are you saying yeah okay and so what happens is they, they, I guess your appraisal is not a complete appraisal. Yeah. So you appraise from one aspect because, because that's what most of that's what your because y'all right. are visual. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. a lot of guys yes. I've I seen agree. over the years have connected with a woman yeah. based on her appraising her exterior yeah. mm -hmm. versus her interior. And, and so you know what the difference is. When and even and even women have done that yes. too. So I'm not gonna say yeah, the other you, way thank around. Thank you for saying. No, no, that. no. It's the no, truth. I'm so glad you said no, that. No, it's the truth. So no, I'm. But let me say. I'm so glad it's it's so good for a woman to say that because you know how I stand. It's hard for me sometimes, guys. I'm going to tell you the truth, you know, because based off of the men that I know and my father being a faithful man and a lot of guys I know, it's it, you know, it's hard for me sometimes to hear people just constantly dagger the men because I say, listen, all oh, I sometimes they women will come up to me in a counseling session while we're meeting just, and say, the you know how y'all guys say are. something different yes, than what the you feel, though. But, but, but <laughs> still, is it fair to the good men? It's not fair, no, but the reality but I understand. is, I do true. Get it. But so let me say this, and you're right about men many times just check out the external. Like, like, and, and I don't know why we're going to the housing industry right now, but I'm going to make this make sense like this. <laughs> and many times we appraise. You like Jesus, but there's parables. A there's, yeah, yeah, it's true, though. <laughs> but listen, we appraise many times. And you know what appraisal does? There's a difference between the appraisal and the home inspector. The wow. appraisal, he... And we are talking about relationship, y'all. And checks out the property, checks out the exterior of the property, checks out everything, and he... Puts a uh, estimated value. Right. The home inspector goes inside and looks under the deep things, looks for mold, looks in the cracks, looks under the sink, look in the cabs. Up, oh, there's mold up here. There's yeah. mold in the yeah. attic. An appraisal won't see that. Yeah. And so the thing is, you know, you get your certifications for appraisal, but those that get your certifications for a home inspector as well. But those who marry those together, and some get the certifications for appraisal and home inspector, those can tell you the value of the property on the outside. I like the value. Right. The property is beautiful, but the inside. Mm don't know it's it's messed up yeah. a lot of more water damage it's and many times we appraise a woman or look at and uh, give her the appraisal value but we're not inspecting wow same thing good. with the woman the woman might say oh he got a nice car oh he's a doctor oh he's this but until you get that home inspecting inspection certificate you ain't gonna see all the little hidden things that yeah. he got going yeah. on yeah 
That's good, and I think this is a good way to say God moving through the real estate today. My God, <laughs> God moving in real estate. My God, my God, go out there, purchase that property, do your good inspection. <laughs> But then we can liken that onto y'all relationship. And so we want to help. We're going to dive in a little bit for the singles. So, you know, let's even stay on that part where we're talking about this. Because a lot of times, you know, some of our biggest mistake is in that process of choosing or how do we go about as a male, as a female, like some of the things that we are currently seeing or have known uh, that a lot of females out there, number one, I feel like there's more a majority where it seemed like it, you know, with, with the way the times that we're living in have gone, a lot of single females feel like, you know, they don't have, they almost like you say, slim, slim pickings. You know, there's not a lot of uh, good men out there they, to say per se. And, and that's, of course, not always true. Yeah. But the fact of finding uh, that husband, finding someone that want to commit. Um, but how, what is our approach? So I feel like, and, and and you can help me. So what we're 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 going to dialogue back and forth just to kind of help y'all. And I and what I will say is that Prophet Jared is a man of God. He's cool. He's chill. I know that um, he likes for his wife to look beautiful. All these things. So we're going to talk on both aspects from the single perspective and then from the marriage perspective. So so you ladies and guys, and I will share from my perspective out there, so you can really. Um, Tear down that foul, tear down that thing that you build up in you um, as that woman looking for a good man of God and, you know, try to figure out why do you keep attracting the same people that maybe there's something there that need to be destroyed. Like you need to start over from ground zero. And again, that process, I mean, I always talk about process, you know, people, all of us, it's just like. You know, and, and I always tell people it's okay to start over, but the problem is starting over. We don't like going through the process. So I feel like people in every aspect of life, we just keep building on the wrong foundation because we don't like the process of starting over. We don't want to go yeah, through the de- yeah, demolition yeah. process and we don't like the rebuilding. You know, it's just like waiting for that house to be built and you getting frustrated. You're just so anxious, anxious, anxious. You just can't wait to get into that house. And then sometimes we rush, rush, rush. And then the builder hurry up and just put the thing up because you want it so bad mm. but it's not on a good foundation because you lack patient that you end up settling and then next you know that thing comes crumbling down you start having water leaks you start having all these problems but our biggest problem is our patient and building right and then we could really work that in every aspect of our life including our relationship and having that patient to do things the right way and not rush the process yeah. Our foundation will be strong because the Bible says on Christ, the solid rock, we stand all other ground is sink and sand. So if Christ is not at the foundation, that thing, you got to pull that thing down. You know what I'm saying? Like if you already been like, you know, having intercourse outside of marriage or all this stuff, your challenge with relationship yeah. and your eye gate and all that stuff, that stuff need to be pulled down, man. We got to start over because we need to raise up a generation that can walk this thing out and Absolutely. do this thing right. But there's no blueprint and there's no one kind of walking us all through this process yeah. you know yeah. not saying everybody will fall but is there yeah. a blueprint and how yeah. do we pull down that foundation yeah. from that single girl like you know what i'm saying the trendy thing is like if you look on everywhere on social media everything is about image so i don't care how safe you are you seeing cleavage you're not even see a little cleavage you're seeing like boob showing like i need you to from a man of god perspective you're looking for a wife if that was me and every time you see my post online it's me sticking my butt out sticking my lip out because people don't realize 
And your image speak it's, yeah. it's saying something yeah. so you you we could be hypocrite all we want to and be like no i'm just posing that's just me no where did you learn that learn that from because yeah. everybody else is doing your your image look like every other image person that i see your lips are always poked out your butt is always poked out you're showing your boobs all this stuff and you could be a beautiful wonderful person but the first thing even from a woman perspective i'm like you you press like yeah. you're you're looking like you're looking for attention yeah. their photograph is that you can see are clean you're beautiful you're just having a good time and those when you can see you want attention you're doing the batty yeah. eyes you're doing the most you're sticking your butt out yeah. you're doing like all these crazy poses yeah. as a woman of god and you put a scripture on top of it from a man of god perspective help our single yeah. woman out there if you yeah. were in a position that you were single and you are looking for a wife what would you i mean what what are you looking for so, okay so i all i can do is be honest and you know that that's the yeah. thing yeah. i'm going to be honest and sometimes it, the, well the truth does hurt and honesty is it, it's the best remedy yeah. it, and people will be offended yeah. and so i say everything in sincerity yeah. and so and it's okay to have your own personality it's okay to make silly pictures and yeah. but, but i'm going to tell you what it looks like to the man, I'm going to say this for the, those women that are looking for a husband. Mm -hmm. Let me say that again. Yeah. For those women that are looking for a husband and you're a Christian and you love God and you're looking for a husband. Don't take this out of context. For the woman that's looking for a husband and you're always the one that's sticking out the backside and sticking out your tongue and all this, sticking out your cleavage and saying God, God's property, God's, <laughs> God's, God's, I'm, I'm God's body. You know what I mean? That you're leaving it's like somebody who's who doesn't know how to uh, uh, read a book well it's like you're leaving up to some guy that's looking at you he's not like i said i i was a man that i was looking for the, the right woman but i didn't see my wife's heart first the first thing i saw was her exterior and so the first thing i'm saying i'm like okay i'm attracted to you so now i want to get to know you many times when guys see that but i wasn't i wasn't no you weren't no no you weren't, no, 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 you weren't doing any of that no but i'm gonna get to that part yeah. because if you were it would have turned me off yeah it would have yeah. turned me off because i was around a lot of females who was doing that who was doing that they would wear the shortest thing they would try to bend over in front of me stick out a certain way stick out the chest a certain way and honestly it was i'm gonna tell you what it was to me it was something called a repellent so you know when it's like 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 you see with like ants or roaches you spray yeah and this is not to say that this hurt someone's feelings but this is true it was a repellent to me because i was like if you do this around me to get my attention you're doing it for wow, somebody else that's good that's and good I, of all the hurt that i went through i was that's like good. i'm not putting myself in no kind of position uh, and especially putting my life in marriage and jeopardy and kids to actually go through another hurt and cheat and infidelity I'm not going through that no more yeah and so I was like that was immediate turn off mm -hmm. immediate turn off and so I'm gonna tell you many times when when men and women but focusing on the women since you asked the question yeah yeah so um when many times when guys see that you're leaving it for that man even if you're innocent and just having fun you don't know better you can do some things but you're leaving it up to that man's imagination and he can take it out of context and misinterpretate misinter it's misinterpretation so although you mean look i don't mean no harm i'm just posing but it'll be misinterpretation by some guy trust me if you're saying uh, and, you know we just having fun i'm turning around i'm sticking out butts you know what i'm saying and it's like misinterpretation will follow for some guy that sees that i don't care what you're saying I, i'm god's property and you're sticking out your butt or letting your chest hang out that man that's a, a, a many men are predators you know when they see something mm, ooh, ooh, 
Ooh, girl, yeah, yeah. you see that? They, they ready to come after that. So my point that I'm trying to say is many times it can it can be taken out of context and, and, and some guy can misinterpret that. And so, but you have to allow people to see who you are. And so that is for a lot of men who are serious about marriage. Hear me well. The man that's serious about marriage is not playing games. The man that's out there who's getting his life together, trying to live right by God, that when he sees that, I don't care what you call yourself, a woman of God or whatever, he's not going to go after that. Yeah. The, the, uh, uh, a real man of God who's really trying to hold it down. A real man yeah. of God. So let me say yeah. this. That's going to be a turnoff. Yeah. Now, when, you, when y'all when going out, you want your wife to look good. I want my wife to look good. You know I want you to yeah. all look good. Yeah. When you're at home, I want you to look good at home. I don't, yeah. I don't even like the bonnet on in the house. <laughs> <laughs> my God, a plug for all you brothers out there. Let me, I, I'm going to take this opportunity to say, take that bonnet off. So you listen, my wife knows. You're going to come up with a song, take that bonnet off. Listen, one of these days I'm going to come in here and, and I'm going to put on the bonnet just so you all can see what it looks like. So when I wake up in the morning, sometimes I'll see my wife say, babe, you know, um, you, can take, you can take the bonnet off. <laughs> say, good morning. Take the bonnet off, please. Take the bonnet off. Why the bonnet? But anyway, my uh, point is. It's just a little humor for you. But listen, my point is men are visual. Yeah. I always say men are visual. And when we see things we like, it makes us want to attack. And so not when I say that, don't take that out of the context. I have to say this. But yeah. it makes men be a, pre a, um, a predator and say, I'm going after that. Yeah. I'm going after that. Yeah. I'm going after that. And I'm not saying when I say attack, not in an aggressive way of hurting yeah. or nothing. But when men see that, you're putting out bait. Yeah. You're putting out bait. And so fish bite bait. And so you know they're like, if you're going to show me a little bit of that, you show me more. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Jaws, yeah. the shark. When they see legs dangling in the yeah. water, Jaws, are, they ready yeah. to attack. Yeah. And so my thing is that, you know, you got to be real careful. And so yeah. what I'm saying is there are many who are just, they're innocently ignorant about it. And so this is not to hurt no one's feelings. Yeah, But many times good. you can be innocently and just ignorant. There was things growing up I was innocently ignorant to. Yeah, so yeah. we all and, and have been. I had to have somebody older, even an older mother in church, baby, that you, you, you can't <laughs> say those kind of things, baby. And so it's Sometimes it'll be a, a, a older man or somebody. Like, a, a boy, what are you thinking? You know. Yeah. And so I thank God that I had people around me. That's and you were willing to listen to yes. wise counsel. Yes, too. I was. That's, That's why good. when I was 21 and 23, wisdom was coming out. Yeah. My mouth at 21, 22, 23, 24, I wasn't speaking ignorantly. I wasn't speaking out of turn. I wasn't just talking and yeah. talking. I always shut my mouth around great yeah. ears. Learned and that's listen. what I learned. And so this is what I tell young people. I always tell young people this. I said, listen, I'm watching you right now. You're talking to this person who's 60. I said, but I see your mouth moving the whole time. I said, whenever you get around gray hairs, I said, just, I said, silence yourself some and listen because they have wisdom and experience that you haven't even encountered yet. So listen. And many times we, we just talk so much, we're not hearing. And so right. then when we do give sound counsel, many times people get offended. The minute that wrecking ball comes and you can do a, a powder puff ball, the minute you tell somebody something, just something as gently and soft, but that feels like a wrecking ball to them because no one's never given them counsel. Yeah, so yeah, the minute you say, good. listen, baby, listen, I, I, you, you know, you got to be careful you know when you go out to your beautiful young lady but you know you know you're wearing a, a, a bra you're just wearing a bra yeah. out in public yeah you know it, it says right well what you're saying don't judge me and then and people, people say yeah. yeah and then it, the, what we don't realize even in church wherever we are it doesn't matter in the church the world wherever you are the way you you dress or certain things you know um it speak volume so um, everything is a message. Your your clothes is a message. Your look is a message. Your hair, everything. You can tell somebody a lot of times, you know, always have to be prophetic yeah. or, you know, you can see when somebody 
that clothes sometimes can tell you when you're happy or yeah. you're sad or you're depressed. So your hair, all this stuff. What's for, the question for, single, for me? For single folks, for single men and single women. Okay. Uh, um, who and this is, I know I'm not even talking from a world's perspective. I'm talking right. about for the Christian, for the young uh, female who really just wants to be in love, really wants to find love, really want to find a way to get a guy's attention, but nobody's reaching out to her. And oh, and for the young guy who really wants to be married, my question is, when you're single. You know, when, when you're single, what what are some uh, what are some points that you have for a single person to be ready for marriage? What what should I be doing as a single person to be ready for marriage? I think you know now that I'm a little a, a lot more mature and um, learning a lot more, even on the Word of God. Um, you know, before you know, because a lot. Well, first of all, a lot of times we've already been in relationship, right? So we've. Um, we don't even know what the what a good look of a relationship is like and i feel like for all of us single male or woman like we need to like just strip away like i feel like before we even engage or trying to get into a relationship if we really want a good foundation and everybody have to want this for themselves again because it is that process of demolition and starting over and, and if i you know if I, if we weren't married and all this stuff i'd be doing that to myself right yeah. i'd be tearing down some uh, the old way I thought about relationship, like a lot of lot of blueprint, like based on from what I saw growing up from my parents, people in my community, um, how the different people that influenced me in relationship, like friends, because I remember like in high school, um, you know, I was like newbie to dating and all that stuff. But I remember like I used to have girlfriends that and I used to be like trying to figure out like but I realized that you can take on that mindset. So I would be around girlfriends who would always like they would look at a guy be like, mm, he look good. I want him, you know, and they yeah. would literally go after him. Yeah. And so or I would go to a movie theater and I'd be watching a movie with a girl and they'd be like, oh, my God, look at his body, all that stuff. And you don't realize that you start that, that's where you, your that's how your conversation it came from. Yeah. Somebody else like it didn't just come out of nowhere and then we could look back and identify like why do I talk like that why do I say those things why wow. I feel like that's what I'm attracted to because mm -hmm. somewhere there has been an influence in our life yeah. to make us say those things or to think that's what it's supposed to be mm -hmm. so for me I would go back if I'm a single person if, I, if you're single right now I would go back and just start pulling down some stuff that number one if it does not line up with the word of God like I would be doing a, a demolition process I would yeah. be removing <laughs> all the mindset all the things my girlfriend said to me because you know we have girlfriends and guy friend talking we talk all these conversation whether it's sexual or relation and we don't realize all those stuff is being fed to us and so we start taking on a lot of those things and so i would begin to like just tear all that foundation now even old mindset from old relationship because then yeah. you can't start something brand new thinking about your ex and yeah, what you absolutely. went through with the ex because a lot of time we yeah. go through that so if your ex hurt you and all this crazy yeah. stuff then you bring you you ain't been you haven't been healed so you need to be whole you need to be whole yeah, like I we agree. need to be whole but the process of being whole yeah. nobody like the process yeah. prophet yeah it's the process and it's I, true and i'm not gonna say it's easy mm -hmm. but the process is worth it yeah it is worth yeah. it so let me say this so one point would be you you should be whole that should be if you was to say a point that what you just said that would be to be whole and there's a you know what comes to mind there's a scripture genesis 2 24 that says therefore shall a man leave his his uh his mother and his father yeah and cleave, cleave. unto his wife yeah and they too shall become one flesh right or they too shall become one right and so that would pose a question is that this is a question i would have this is a point too you said wholeness but this is a point do you have the ability to leave mommy and daddy 
Wow, that's and good. when I say, and but not just leaving their home, yeah. but do you have the ability to to leave their influence on your relationship? Wow, that's good. That's that's a powerful question for the married couple, and we're gonna answer that. And just remind me that because that's good. I yeah. feel like a lot of married people would like to know that. Uh, but someone said a question and say, I feel like a lot of topics about single Christians are focused on those that have never been married. Being middle aged and single is so different. I think there's truth to both sides. Yeah. So I was saying even being single, mil- middle age, um, because we got married in our late, I can't even remember, yeah, were we yep. in our 30s? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we got married. So it's still, you got to still, even though you're not that single young person, whether you're middle or old age, it's some stuff that need to be destroyed. Yeah, especially <laughs> when, see, when yeah. you, so this is the thing. When you are already married yeah. and then that relationship ended, yeah. that means, you know, when that relationship ended, obviously there was a lot of turmoil. There was a lot of friction. There was a lot of turbulence. There was a lot of pain. And even if you were married, say you were married, or but you, you're now middle-aged and you've dated a lot of people, yeah. maybe never made it all the way to marry, but it's still our foundation. I don't care what yeah, age but, you are. Shaky. But this, but, so if I was to say the person that was married before yeah. and got divorced, a lot of a lot of things a lot of layers have to come off of them a lot of stripping has to come yeah whether whether you were the guilty party or not you could have right. been the innocent party but and not ever been cheated on i mean you could have been the one who was cheated on but even now for you to move forward there's some stripping that has to go on because you know why that pain carries yeah and sometimes the pain of a, a previous a marriage it, that pain the rejection the hurt it, it can infest and it can yeah. become toxic yeah. in your body you can't be you like might how do you know your to total whole yeah so and first before i even say that for that person i would say this there's a scripture that says and this is the confidence that we have in him that anything we ask according to his will he hears us yeah so for that person that's middle age 50 60 if that's your heart's desire and you're praying that prayer you have to believe that god is hearing that many yeah. times that one that's in their 40s and they got three four kids and now they're divorced they feel like life is over and they'll never be able to get married again it doesn't have to be the case yeah but there's some stripping in the mind that has to go that has to take place especially when you've been hurt when you've been abused physical abuse emotional abuse verbal abuse there is so much pain rejection the roots of rejection spirit of rejection a lot of that has to be stripped and pulled off even to move forward yeah that's good and i think i did the difference too with the i guess the more um older age middle age person is that i think the only difference I would see would probably more, but they're more ready to settle than a younger person. So I think for them in that angle, like, Dating for them is more serious. And it you know what I'm have saying? To be a like long that, yeah, people know what they yeah, want. It, yeah, they, they already know, know what they, they want. Know yeah, it's when you listen. When you let me say this out there: if you're 35, 36, and 40, 50, and you've been people dating that for are, eight years, yeah. nine, ten years, listen, and, and you got and it's one party wants to be married or the woman wants to be married, and and it's the same thing. Well, I'm not ready. Oh, my finances not right. And this and this. There's some truth to that, but sometimes you got to reevaluate. Yeah, because <laughs> at that age, listen, there's no time to play games. Yeah. No time. Nobody got time to be dating for ten years. Yeah. Or, or five years. No. At that age, I know what I want. Yeah. I know what I want. I didn't gone through enough uh, devastation, hurt, pain in my life that at this point in time, I know what I want. So there's no time to be playing games at 35, 36, yeah. 40 years old. There's no time to play games. That's and good. I feel like that courting season and dating season doesn't have to be as long as somebody who might be a lot younger but because you're already you're really mature at that age, or you should be. Right. And you've already experienced life. You've experienced the ups and downs, and it's easier to just say, you know what? 
this is what I'm about. This is what I am. This is what I'm not. Yeah. And so either like it or leave it. You know, I'm not. Yeah. It's like it's, but so much it's still required. I'm gonna try to yeah. Do, yeah. It's still going to require patience. I don't care what age you are, because at the end of the day, you know, we, we got to you, you can't you don't want to settle even at 50 because you got people that still settle at 50 yeah. and then you still just in a whirlwind of stuff but i do believe because we have met some some really nice single guys single woman you just i don't know yeah but then we gotta talk about people that's always being picky too because i think it's some good good people out there sometimes i feel like we not married yet because we just so picky picky. yeah we gotta have our peas don't touch it right there so my plate listen so we're going to (laughs) come back to that listen Listen, it's a good day. It's a blessed day. It is 9 o'clock at the top of the hour. Listen, it's a good day. We're not lucky. We love. We love by Jesus. We love by the Lord. This is a good day. I want you to say this is a good day. Say it's a blessed day. Say it's a glorious day. It's a glorious day. Because you know why? Yeah. Because it's a what? It's a brighter day. It's a brighter day, This is a brighter day in the morning. Y'all relationship about to get brighter. Yes. Listen, y'all tune in. We'll be right back. Be blessed.
the father's heart not the sky not chains but truth is i'm not lucky i'm loved back y'all we're back we're back it's a brighter day yes and we're having a good topic today yes we're talking about the singles today and not just the singles but those who are married and divorced and it, this is a good show because this is something that's important to a lot of wow, people. wow yeah yeah it's good oh we didn't even hit the divorce yet oh, but wow. i want to pick back up on what you were just leaving off because some of them questions are really really good which which was the last one? We got a couple of them coming in. Do we we're gonna do the commercial go thing a, or to, a next, uh, to to another um another question? So we have a question coming in, and I and, and even a piggyback. You know, I, like somebody said, you know, um, for those we forget that single is on every age level. I have friends or people that are in their seventies that desire marriage. So. Don't just think like it's, you know, in your earlier age of 20, 30. But I got people 60, 70 yeah, that wants to be in relationship. Yeah, and relationship is of God. Yeah. So it's a good thing. So I don't think it's nothing wrong with that. There are single guys out there. There are people that have gone through divorces. There are people that have married the wrong person. Um, and just, you know, and we could definitely talk about that because I've been divorced before. You've never been. So I can speak from a divorce angle, yeah. how to heal, how to be whole and how to remarry and Absolutely. not to be angry about not wanting to be married again. You know, so I always crack up. I said, I told you the other day, a friend of mine was saying, Man, I ain't never going to get married again. So I say, you're never going to be intimate again. They were like, oh, yeah, because as a Christian, you you know, a lot of us, we are hurt from our previous relationship will allow us to still be in relationship with somebody, but not um, get married to them. And we have to understand that yeah. that's not right in the eyes, in the sight of God. So we if you're if you're going to be involved intimately, you know, your goal should be getting married. Absolutely. Right. So we got so we got a couple of questions that came in. And so one of them is. Prophet, you, you got to answer this question. In courtship or in the dating stage in a relationship, if the woman is more into Christ than mm. the man is, My can God. the woman lead first until the man fully gives his life over to Christ? My question, God. question, That's, question. Wow. Listen, Shout read, thoughts read, out there, y'all. Yeah. Send some questions, I, comment I on 365. Hear, I would love to hear what somebody else would have to say let me get that right yeah. babe. inspiration 360 radio.com send your question get on the facebook site yeah. send some questions to us so, and some comment feedback and as always i always say it depends but now let me say this i'm going to keep it scripture so pass me saying it depends second corinthians 6 14 says be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness and listen and what communion have light with darkness First, to understand what being unequal means, if you understand light and dark, they're two separate things. If you're, if you're understanding boy and girl, there's two separate things. If you're, t uh, if you're saying foot and hand, there are two separate things. Now, let me say this. To understand that scripture, because a lot of people say be not unequally yoked. But that was a reference to something from Deuteronomy uh, chapter 22, verse 10, I believe. And it was referring to, and it was, it, it's, 
I'm going to explain this so you can understand. Be not unequally yoked referred to there was a law that said oxen and donkeys or horses and donkeys, you're not just supposed to yoke them together. A yoke is something that, that'll that'll connect me to you, babe. Wow, that's if I good. put like like that's chattels good. or slaves yeah. in the back in the day, they will put something around their neck and it will be attached to the next person beside them. And so if you understood even in slavery, if there was somebody that was six five and then there was somebody that was five two, it would put a great strain yeah, on both of their necks. My God. So when the law Woo. in Deuteronomy chapter twenty two, I believe it's verse ten, the law was do not uh, 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 let oxen be unequally yoked so they would never pair uh, a horse and put a yoke around the horse's neck attached to a donkey you know why because the donkey would be much it's gonna be lower. a struggle and yeah and so what what would happen was they couldn't plow straight so they were always going the angle of the stronger animal so the horse would be pulling one direction so if the horse was on the right and the horse is much taller the smaller donkey would go in the direction and the plowing would go curved it would start to curve because it would the the strain would be on the neck of the weaker one so it would cause them to go sideways so now to liken it in second corinthians 6 14 where it says be not unequally yoked it simply means this it's just it's it's trying to let you reflect and see what it means when you are trying to be attached to somebody who's a who's a, a muslim or who does not believe your god or who is not trying to walk this path listen they're a poor they might be saved but they're not trying to you know yeah just, but i'm gonna well, focus on somebody yeah. who's not trying to walk this walk right. if you're trying to be free and be celibate this person's constantly trying to force you to have sex they're they're pulling up putting the strain on you and oftentimes it's always the stronger creature that will pull the other one when it's wow, paired in oxen wow, you good. see a, a horse and a donkey yeah. they can't be paired together a horse is much taller it puts a strain on the neck and it'll cause the weaker animal to go in the direction that the horse goes. Wow, so many wow. times when we're connected, if I'm yoked to you, which mm -hmm. I am, I'm yoked to you, yeah. but you're trying to uh, uh, put me on to all tarot card reading, trying to put wow. me on to other religions, trying to get me to do this. And I'm like, I don't want to do that, yeah, but I, I won't, that. I won't. Yeah, I know you know <laughs> that, but I'm just saying, yeah, we know that's not the case. Yeah. But if you were trying to get me to do that and you're putting a strain on me, you're putting a strain on my lifestyle, you're putting a strain on my Christianity, you're putting a strain on me. And yeah. so what's happening is, is that if I don't let that go, if I don't get away from it, the stronger one is going to keep putting a strain until you pull in another direction. Now, if you ask yourself the honest question for whoever that was for, truth be told, whenever you're dealing with somebody who's an unbeliever, the truth is told, they pull a strain on you. They put a strain on you and they cause frustration for you and you'll keep trying to work through it and work through it and work through it. And many times after years and years and years, there is still no, it's to all your work to no avail. So I would ask you, do you think, that's what God has for you. And that's one thing if you married somebody and you both were unsaved and now you found the Lord and now your husband or your wife is still uh, uh, um, serving a, a, another or involved in another religion. That's a different topic. Yeah. But the thing is, while you can, when you're not married, let me tell you this. My advice, now this is different if I'm talking to a married one, so it depends. But now my advice for the single one, if you're dating somebody and you're trying to find somebody, listen, you don't have to stay in that thing three, four, five years, six, seven years trying to wait to see if this guy will ever find the Lord or this woman will ever find the Lord. Listen, you don't got that much time to waste. So my advice past what some people might say listen you can wait because i've seen this in counseling sessions i've counseled so many people and most of the time let me tell you something i would say over 95 percent of the time of all the people that i've counseled and my wife has counseled it hasn't been a turnaround there hasn't been a turnaround so my point is this is that you have an opportunity while you're single to choose if i want to put myself through a possible 10 15 more years of this wow wow yeah that's that 
That's a don't be unequally yoked. You can study that. If that doesn't make sense to some of you, Second Corinthians six fourteen talks about being not unequally yoked, but it's a reference to uh, uh, the Old Testament time and Moses time. Yeah, Deuteronomy chapter twenty two. Study that, and you'll understand. And I think what a young means. couple said that the other day when we were doing that quick live on my page with the ladies that you know even though God has showed her that this person was um, her husband, I think it was the timing. So a lot of times. Sometimes we may need to wait for that person to really mature, but if not, we jump into it. We're going to be like yeah. going through some stuff in the beginning stage of our marriage because, again, when you two people come in that's not whole, absolutely, you're going to have some friction there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and friction, what does friction do? Friction just makes things get hot. If you rub your hands together, that friction, it just gets hot. So when that friction happens in the household, uh, friction, here comes the fire. Yeah, because sometimes we jump the gun. We go, we we go prematurely, so we're gonna experience some some heat waves and some stuff because we didn't wait, we didn't get the proper counseling. We rush into it. We started having sex before marriage. Yeah. We started we started being married before actually doing. You know, again, mm. the foundation is wrong, mm. right? We acting like married couples. We live in this married life, but yes, and my you were God. preaching on that yesterday. And yesterday, yeah. Listen, that was good. And and those that didn't see that, Amen. they need to tune in and catch the recap of the message that you preached on yesterday Amen. about uh, being the bride of Christ. Wow. Yeah. And, and and the thing that stood out was like you know many times in becoming a bride and be, and being the groom yeah, for that one special yeah. day. Yeah, talk this about was good. that. This prophet. was good yesterday. Many times you look at it like this: when we're single, let me tell you something. Leading up to the marriage, because you gotta realize I'm trying to live the Christian saves a lifestyle, a celibate lifestyle. So let me tell you something. I was trying to make sure I was ready. I'm sitting there working. I'm doing sit-ups. I'm doing push-ups. I'm trying to get myself together. I'm going to the gym, and so I'm like, listen, I'm trying to get myself together for the marriage day, for the day I say I do. Then you have the uh, the brides to be. They're they're running around. The uh, the get ready just because they want to desperately get into the dress so they're working out running going to the gym and so guess what and then it's it's so amazing because this is how we do even in the body so we get ready for the one day just to say i do we get ready for the people and the crowd that's going to come and partake of the wedding celebration yeah, yeah. we get ready for just to say i do all to go back to our old ways right after we say I do. Right yeah. after we say I do, I'm eating pastries and pies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I had went like a couple of months. I'm sitting there really, really, really trying to go in. But as soon as, hey, I'm married now. I'm married now. I ain't yeah. got. I ain't got to do them sit ups like I used to do. I ain't got to do them. That's how the mindset sometimes. That's, that is like I already won that person. And right? so the question was, you was preaching yesterday. So the question would be, is that this is is this how we do the Lord? We we it's like we the day that God proposes to us and we accept Him, we say yes. And guess what? And then we we accept Jesus. And then guess what? And then we think everything's gonna be peaches and king uh, and, and cream, and not realizing that it's more than just saying I do. Yeah. Because there's a cross that we must carry. Wow. And the thing is. Uh, when you were speaking on it was so powerful yesterday and so when we say I do now we're living for the Lord and we don't realize all covenants get tested. Wow. And so just, that's good. just when that's we good. say I do, it yeah. doesn't know. It doesn't end there. Yeah. It's like, oh, I feel good. I just accepted Jesus. It's yeah. great. And he's supposed to have them happy times, even through marriage. But covenants are tested. You know, even having a bad work day and then coming to yeah. see you. Yeah. I'll be so frustrated. I don't feel like saying anything to you. That can cause that can cause some kind of tension if I that's do that. True. And so and then I I don't want to talk right now. I had a bad day. All those kind of things. You don't realize if people outside influences. Sometimes Sometimes your peers, sometimes your job, sometimes uh, church people. It could be your family, your best friend, and they can be an outside influence and test your covenant. Wow, so when wow. we say I do, when we accept the Lord, and now we're like, 
everything's supposed to be perfect now but sometimes we only prepare for we don't prepare for marriage for marriage we're preparing wow. to be a bride wow. so yeah. to put this in, in perspective the body men and women are like humanity we are the bride of christ this applies to men because jesus is the groom and we are the bride and so many times we uh, are we preparing to, to for marriage or just to be a bride on that one special Woo! day Babe, it's so when, good when you married me when you married this this wonderful man that's sitting next to you jesus that love you with all his heart jesus. did you just prepare because you asked me a question yesterday yeah but did you just prepare to be a bride because you asked me a question Saturday night, late at night. I mean, she asked me a question. It was might have been after midnight. And I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm like trying to go to bed. And it's like she's like still uh, before the Lord for preaching yesterday. So she, she just asked a random question. I was like, what? I said, huh? She's like, you know, when, when uh, um, did you have any expectations of your bride? And I said, yeah. what? And I said, well, what do you? I yeah. was like, huh? What, what, what are you talking about? I'm like, I, I don't understand well. expectations. I said, well, yeah, I guess so. But I said, I didn't just look at expectations for a bride. I had expectations for marriage. I'm saying, you know, my yeah. expectations were I want to remain youthful. I want to stay youthful. I want to I want to have fun. I want to have date nights. I said, now put aside. This is for marriage. I said, but as far as the bride, I put out the important things already. So I wouldn't even be marrying you if you didn't love the Lord. If you yeah. weren't saved, all of those preliminary yeah. those things yeah. were out the way. Now, as it came to marriage, I already knew you loved God, but that wasn't my focus. Like right. I need to make sure those are the beginning things. Things. Yeah. Before yeah. you even become girlfriend, boyfriend, right. that, that phrase, right. you, you need to already know that your wife or your husband to be or your potential spouse to be loves the Lord. Right. So I knew that about you. So to answer your question, I was like, babe, my, my focus wasn't did I have any expectations of a bride because I didn't have expectations for you as a bride. You were already that. I summed that up before I got to even as I began to know you, but I said, but wow. now I had expectations for marriage. I said, I, I knew who you was going to be. I knew, I, I knew you, who you was going to be, but wow. my expectation was after the wedding day. Wow. That's good. So you, you had, I don't know why this just popped in my head. It's like, Oh my God, this is good. Y'all. This is good. This is good. So you, when you think about it, we, what we preparing as the bride, it's almost like you ever see, like when you go to these conference where we, where you just, this is this pop-up thing. You make it look good for that one day, but then you yeah. pull it back down. It's like it tears down. Yeah. I feel like sometimes when people do get married, they only prepare for that day of the wedding. Yeah. So they go through all the process of demolition. They were they were willing to do the demolition process. We exercise. We got in shape. We wanted to look the best. We made sure we got our building hair, makeup. Up. My God, we was building that thing up. And as mm. soon as we got married, man, that thing, we, we tore that thing down. Now we gained weight. Now we got bonnets. Mm -hmm. Now you got guys got pot bellies now you got your beard hanging now we it's like we just balloon. couch potato it's we like, just it's like what? blowing that balloon up yeah it just pops but we like we, we we got him we got her now and the thing that we did in the beginning and now we're not so diligent in mm. doing um, you know, so, so again, it goes to show how our foundation, like a lot of times you can build something yeah. temporary instead yeah. of building something permanent. Yeah. And I think when it comes to marriage, it should be something permanent, it should be something that lasts. Absolutely. And so we a lot of times we go in it because it looked good. You ever see yeah. a couple of people like y'all look good together yeah. and they're looking at the external. Yeah. And so we go again because then we become the hypocrites to ourselves yeah. while we are hurting in our relationship, Absolutely. in our marriage. Yeah, yeah. that we're putting up this front we look good on social media we look good to people we got beautiful house kids cars whatever it is business whatever it is that we have we look good yeah. but 
really the foundation is so mm. you when you really take and really put on a magnifying glass and start looking you see yeah. beyond what you're seeing with your natural yeah, eyes yeah, yeah. and so we need to deal with that and even um people that are uh, married or even in the body of christ or people that are um you know together and again your foundation is rocky yeah. how do you go back to being whole again and, and pulling that thing down and stop wearing a mask and pull that thing down and say you know what I, our relationship what well, you know and we need to stop giving people a false hope or a false sense or um you know we just need to be true to ourselves you know i keep going back to our prophet marcus friend who said dealing with that fake christian on the inside of us putting up that front on the and we sometimes we endorse our our bad behavior we endorse each other because mm -hmm. instead of we're taking the time to heal and to focus on each other yeah. you're you know a man of god he online telling about you need to be a man of god you need to take care of your wife look how i treat my wife and it's so far from the truth yeah. you're speaking something that's not reality or vice versa so this whole image concept which mm -hmm. is again we go back to celebrity and hollywood and all that stuff the whole image of the whole idea of yeah. relationship and marriage what are what is what are good godly example out there for us that are true and authentic so as i could say when people see us from the outside but when they come and they come to our home yeah. or they come yeah. in there's no duality there's yeah. no prophet yelling at me or pointing yeah. fingers in my face or me arguing with him and yeah. and granted every couple have disagreement yeah. uh, but what you see is what you but get we're not it's, it's stable, stable it's yeah, yeah it's the same it's not yeah. it's not a duality it's yeah. not a front it's not a show yeah. so i feel like we need to peel that mask off we need to be here we need yeah. to pull all that stuff down and yeah. really focus on our relationship yeah. and stop letting the world dictate our relationship because yeah. we feel like we have to present this to them for yeah. to be approved yeah, or to be yeah, accepted yeah. no i want to yeah. be approved by you and by god yeah, you know yeah and, and if i was to say this and so you know how for those that may not know i i never like to do i didn't like to do facebook live and do those sit downs where we sit down and do that you know i had my own reasons but one of my reasons was that a lot of people that i personally know they would get online doing these uh, um, sessions with uh, uh, husband and wife sessions and they would do all of this and there was a lot of faking because I knew behind the scenes there was a lot of pain, there was a lot of anger, there was a lot of uh, abuse and it was like for the people they smiled. Mm -hmm. And so I say, listen man, this is a, that, that, that's a facade and it's almost like hypocritical and it's, it's a facade, it's hypocritical and it's like a, there's a duality. And so when you were saying what's examples, the one thing that I love and I've been around couples where, older couples where I went in their house and I saw stability. Like I saw where they didn't agree on some things, but I saw stability. That's good. Yeah, that's and good. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in his yeah. own, all his ways. So yeah. it's like people can speak one way before the crowd and you can look like things are together, but you really unstable in your environment at home. And I never wanted that. So when people come around us or, 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 or younger people or middle-aged people, the one thing that they always see is that first thing you're going to see christ in the center yeah you're see that's, good. In the center. that's good so that means it let's just say if it was something that you quite say that i might not agree with i'll never show that there's some disagreement in front of people yeah. i never because we're so stable and where our house is founded on the rock and so there's um and before i even say that and so there's stability there has to be stability in the home and so there's a scripture um uh, well there's a story in matthew chapter 7 which talks about the house that was built on the rock and so you know when the house is built on the sand it falls when the rains come but the scripture in matthew chapter 7 
in the um the verse in that scripture where it says, "And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew yeah. and beat upon that house, yeah. and then that house fell, and great was the fall of it." So many times, I feel like even couples and in and marriages and, and what happens is our marital foundation is not found on something solid and wow, like i was saying that good. before and so when the rains come and the winds blow and everything becomes the influence outside voices the influencers come to bang on the doors of your marriage when you there's no stability it begins to crumble mm, that's good that's good prophet and i think we got i mean another question but that's good with it because i want to address when you're saying it begins to crumble now what if it does crumble right so i want to um address this one question but i want to speak to the divorcee i don't know why i feel like some people out there that have gone through relationship or divorces and feeling a little like disappointed or feeling like there's no hope for them and i just want to speak from that aspect that there is hope and just to bring hope back in some relationship but one of the question is can christian singles be be on dating website in this techie age there are so many marriages that were ordained and they met on dating site or social media okay so this is just what i'm gonna say so as always what do they i have say been, we yes, have been yes, we counsel one yeah, couple yeah, we that counsel met couple, on yeah. and yeah, yeah site and, and they're, they're still married yeah. so but this is what i'll say as always it depends that's what i'm going to always say because for everybody so uh, to uh, apply a prescription to one person is not going to be the same prescription a doctor would apply what would, uh, would prescribe to somebody else so i would still say you got to be careful of the sites you're going to you got to be careful of the man on the other end because i'll say this yeah, you, we oh talk wow. about those who, who who made it who made it to the marriage day but we don't talk about all of the fake imposters posing in the name of a good man especially yeah. even on christian sites yeah and so they have christianmingle.com i'm familiar with all of them things that cause a lot of hurt and damage to people yeah. And there are some people that will prey on wanting to get a good female all for um, the just and, and sad to say just to sleep with them. I know a story. I know a story where a man pretended to be a Christian, pretended to love because he wanted to get in the bed with this particular woman. He went through the whole thing and she ended up beginning to uh, uh, love him and they didn't sleep together at all. But his whole goal was like, I'm going to marry her even to have sex with her. Let me tell you what happened. He proposed to her. They got married and then uh, um, they got married and and uh when he had her he ended up telling her after you know i married you because i wanted to have sex with you that's wow. wicked wow but wow. the thing is it's like i'm gonna say this you still got to be careful because you got to decipher you still let me say this if you're going to go on a christian website and i would at least say if you're going to go on an online dating site this is yeah. me but i'm gonna just tell you just the truth if you are i would say don't chance it on the other websites at least go to a christian website where you know that most of the people that are coming they are actually christians because i have seen it work so i'm not saying yay and i'm not saying nay as well i would say you have to decipher a truth on the other end of that of the internet that who you're talking to is legit yeah you know it's so it's like, that yeah. it's like you have to weigh things in the spirit this is when you're going to have to like weigh things in the spirit because some of this is not going to just be even on just the surface level talking you're going to have to weigh some matters in the spirit it's like is this guy i'm speaking yeah. to or this girl i'm speaking to is she really legit yeah or is this a is this a, a setup because we also know stories too where there has been uh, um uh, um some catfish stories yeah and we know, know real, real life stories show. and there's been setups and people rob and take some people money and so yeah. what i'm saying is i'm not saying yay and i'm not saying and they either so it's not a yes or no but i would say i'm not opposed to it but i'm not gonna say i'm, I'm the huge uh um, advocate of it so yeah. i'll say you have to weigh that and so i would say be be wise use wisdom and don't give out personal information so quick 
Don't fall for giving money because somebody say, yeah, I'm going to come out there. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, going through this. You better use some wisdom. Use wisdom. Just take your time if that's going to be the, uh, a situation. Talk online or whatever. Talk uh, uh, through your computer and, and then just be careful because you don't just want to meet somebody after uh, meeting them online the first day and you're already going out that night. It's a, it can be dangerous. So I'm saying this to put this out there to just be careful. Can you give one of your stories? Prophet always got oh, stories, y'all. Come on, give one of your stories a date and sight. So, uh, okay, so yeah. <laughs> yeah <Lord have> <laughs> we so always got to have a story so moment, listen, y'all. I do, but I don't know if y'all remember even MySpace. I used to like, uh, I know, I used I to go like, on man, dates from MySpace. My and let me tell you, it, it, people were not honest. I, of all the times that I've gone out with I've any woman heard through, the computer, through the computer or meeting a lady online, there's only been one time that I was actually pleasantly surprised. And one time <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, you're actually beautiful. And, but because all the <laughs> no, listen, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is don't take this out of context. You're making it worse, babe. Don't do this. So listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen don't, but the truth is they would send pictures of who they were like maybe five years ago and when i show up looking for the person i wouldn't even recognize them or it would be like a straight up lie yeah i'm this i'm this and this and this and when i see them and the door open up i'm like where's so-and-so and i'm like oh, mm, wow jesus and without even going into some of the deep stories i'm not gonna go into these stories but listen but what i'm saying is like sometimes people lie sometimes pictures on the internet yeah. are pictures from <laughs> 10 years ago so then you can look for that person and then you say well where is so-and-so i know this even with guys i know a guy that that is like like about 52 and all the pictures he put up, he put effects on his pictures and it makes him look like he's 25 years younger or he'll put a picture that where it's a different age and it's a lie so when a person sees them they're like oh wait you're you're not what you said you were and that's yeah, a turn off yeah if somebody and, and don't take it not being shallow but it, when i say it's a turn off in the sense it's like, a shock it's honest. like a shell yeah, shock. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a shock i think it's still i mean i'm not gonna be funny for me i tried my best to but that's why i mean i know i you know makeup i love it i've embraced it but yeah. to a certain extent Sometimes I've had shell shock from man or woman or different people where, you know, you meet them in person. You'd be like, that yeah. ain't you. And that's what we got to understand in relationship. Like, you got to be to that place where you be naked and unashamed because at the yeah. end of the day, you don't want to have this false pretense and this false expectation from somebody that you're going to marry where they're always looking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thinking you're going to be this every day and then when the mask come off, the makeup come off and they're yeah. like, 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 listen, like and, you and, almost get them a heart attack. And to know that I'm not being shallow. If I was to be honest, if you met me online, babe, if you met me online and you hear this man talking with a certain deep voice and as they say, oh, I'm looking forward to meeting you. Looking forward to meeting you. Yes, maybe we can meet over dinner on Friday. And then when I show up on your doorstep, I'm like, I guess I'm looking for Fiona Rogers <laughs> and I sound a lot different than what I just said. You're going to say, oh, where's the guy that I was just talking to? I I'm him. Uh. You know what I mean? So it, it will be shock value. So if somebody tells me that, yeah, this is how I look. This is how tall I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm um, six foot two. And then it's like, and then when I get there and I'm like, you like Farquhar. four foot two, you're going to be like, you lied to me. And that's no hit on the short anybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Too. I'm just saying, if that's absolutely it's a lie, then yeah. it becomes an issue. Yeah, it becomes an issue. Yeah. And I was pleasantly shocked. Wait, did you tell you? Did you tell the full story? Okay, you oh, I'll give story. you one of them. No, okay. I had many stories. I he has you. many stories, go, yeah. See, day and nightmares. For those that might not know me, up. for those that might not know me, it'll, it it might make me sound shallow. This is back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, so let me say this now. Before somebody, be like, I don't like that guy, that radio guy. You know what I'm saying? Let me say this. 
I was supposed to go to the ghetto. And let me tell you this. I was going to the ghetto to meet this chick. And so anyway, so she sends me a picture. Yeah, I'm this and this. I have I have hazel eyes. I'm this, this. I'm this, this, and this. Got and so, you all sized Yes. Up. I'm like, woo. Okay. <laughs> and then a picture. And then send a, 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 a lie of a picture. So anyway, so. I get at the apartment complex, which was like maybe like 20 stories tall, whatever, 15 stories tall, and she was on this level. And so I go to like six, seven floor. I don't remember the story. And I go on that floor, but the hallway was dark with very faint lighting. <laughs> and she was like at the bottom of the hall, and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm here. I'm here. I'm walking on. She's like, okay, yeah, come on down. And so it's dark, and so I see her like, she's like 50 uh, or 60 feet down the hall. I don't have my contacts on. Uh -huh. So I'm like, yeah. Uh, and so I'm like, I'm here. So she peeks out, but she barely peeks out, and I'm sitting there squinting trying to see all i kept thinking i just had this feeling maybe the prophetic was kicking in back then but i was like uh, is, that my her? is that her and so anyway so I'm, I'm squinting i'm like why is she just barely peeping <laughs> like a piece of her hair out but won't <laughs> stick out the uh, look out the hallway and so i'm just wondering so i fear starts gripping me right yes i'm serious this is the truth fear <laughs> starts gripping me. i'm like oh god oh god oh god oh god please don't let this happen to me so then we get to the door and then I, I get to the door and then she opens up the door when i look and i look down i look down it's like i had to look down she was a, 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 a lot shorter and i didn't care about that because i like short girls yeah. two tall girls that right. didn't matter i right. didn't discriminate but when i saw her all i want to say you a liar <laughs> you a straight up liar yo i was i literally was like at that time i was you like, I was never like, like I, that was picture. Like, I was like yo man come on man that's a straight up lie that's a this not even i said the only thing that you were honest about is your eyes wow. i said but other than that i was like this is a lie it's a lie so i was already angry but of course i, I still was being nice and i was like um i was like yeah and so i, I was trying to make up an excuse wow, this was back wow. then so i made up a lie back then and saying listen yeah oh you know what i, I actually shoot doggone it i gotta get out of here i'm getting a, uh i got this message text message or whatever and so listen this was during a different day of my life different season of my life but i did and so she's like so we're not gonna go out tonight and she was wanted to go out and i was like i was like uh i said i'll tell you what and i said let's just go ahead and take a drive so we took a drive like a 10 minute drive i turned around <laughs> Back. I said, listen, I really got to go. Listen, oh it's an urgent God, matter. The and I dropped her off. And I was like, and that's <laughs> it. And so she was texting me, calling me. Like that. I never reached back out again. <laughs> And did that stop me from doing more uh, computer Yeah, I was going things? like, did it stop me? Because nope. you got so many and stories. The and then the next one was, it was maybe just as bad or worse it just as worse yeah but we're not gonna focus on me it ain't about me it, today it ain't about him today thank god for the and remember this just so you know this was back in the day back i was in the always days. a good guy but yes. you know i was still you know uh, uh, back, doing, yeah, yeah but i was a good guy i was yeah. still a good guy but i have stories thank god we got deliverance and and set free but thank god heaven. my beautiful wife my babe thank yeah. god you're not you're not her <laughs> thank god so yeah I, i'm i'm happy so i'm okay I'm happy with you too, babe. I appreciate you. Uh, this other question comes says, would you recommend counseling to help set biblical dating boundaries? Absolutely. One thousand. Absolutely. Billion, we were just saying Psalm chapter one percent. says, blesses the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So we're all for counseling. From ground zero. Yeah. I'm telling you, even before, even if you even to get counsel because you might like this person, but you're not quite sure yet. Like I think counsel even is important even if you want before even if you you haven't made a decision you want to date this person but you kind of are going in that direction but you just want some 
uh, some guidelines or just some accountability so that you can kind of keep it right. I think that's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't want to have these conversations. Like, you need to. Like, because sometimes you don't know, especially like yeah. you already know your foundation on both ends, which a yeah. lot of people is. I would say go to say 99, if not 100% of us, yeah. our foundation hasn't been great or haven't been taught properly Absolutely. on the right way, how to court, how to date, or how yeah. to get married, and all that good stuff. So the foundation isn't strong. Yeah. So I would say definitely definitely but i would counsel. say also is that it would be good to have two parties on the same page because the one thing is that that you don't always yeah. notice you'll notice one party well let's get counseling and the other ones i don't want people in my business i don't want to do this and so that's why it pays to be equally yoked because when you have a woman and a male man that's like you know what we're really trying to live for god we're really trying to do this right they both typically don't really have a problem with coming to the counseling but when you have one person who's a controlling person who is like egotistical who, who really don't want to hear from nobody it's like it's hard for that party to submit to counseling as well mm. that's good prophet and so we want to um i think we had a scripture of the day but we want to i want to also minister to those uh people that have been divorced um and almost so you may be going through a divorce or a separation and you may feel like um there's no hope for reconciliation and I'm hoping that those that are out there, there, there's hope for reconciliation. Like y'all both love the Lord. There may be some other little disagreement. I pray that you will seek the right godly counsel. I mean, I'm talking about godly counsel. That if you yeah. truly love the Lord and that, you know, your heart is right. And, you know, you just seem like something just went a wire in your marriage. But it's repairable. It's fixable. Um, you know. Go seek the right counsel. And I pray that both of y'all, like my, my husband always say, humility save a marriage. I yeah. pray that the man, the woman Absolutely. can humble themselves and come together. Go seek the right counseling and let restoration come back to the yeah. marriage. Like And Absolutely. be okay. I pray that this radio program will let you guys be free enough to open that dialogue and to communicate. Because I feel like that's, that's another that's big thing. Like people just don't want to talk and be vulnerable yeah. and tell the truth or whatever their issue is. Like there's no secret and be Honestly, comfortable yeah. to say this one. I'm struggling. Yeah, this honest. is what I'm going yeah. through. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're very honest. And yeah. I love that about yeah. you. Just being able to communicate yeah. and have that conversation mm -hmm. and get back to the true word of God, the foundation of yeah. the word of God, so that we can be whole, you know, and so that we can be that beautiful bride. And then I think, you know, one of the greatest things, if we could learn how to be the bride or the groom, the when we talk about the bride of Christ, it's male and female because we're talking about the church. But on both angles, if a man and woman can really start their foundation and learn. Yeah how to yeah. be the bride of Christ man I'm telling you because I think it was what are we looking at Hebrews is it Hebrews honey yes no it's Ephesians Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 5 Ephesians chapter 5 but before it Ephesians chapter 5 I believe it's Ephesians chapter 4 that talks away doing away with the old man yeah. and taking on the new man and talk about that process of some of the things that we need to get rid of and take on the new nature the new Christ the new man and I think a lot of times in our relationship as we're preparing to be the bride of Christ and we can get those things worked out in our life then now being a bride for somebody else yeah. would be so much easier yeah. babe I'm yeah. telling you so for those divorced people that are out there that may be going through some things that we're going to read the scripture um, that talks about 
um, prophet, if you could read that, just talk about how Christ is demonstrating what a husband, you know, yeah. he's using the example of a husband to a wife as Christ is to the church. So he's talking about, you know, husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Yeah. Prophet's going to read that scripture. And then we're going to talk about that because what happened a lot of times, those that are divorced are going through some challenging relationship. I always tell people, you know, at this point, you got to learn to forgive. And we got to look from a different perspective. Now, when I'm here now, I could look back at my ex-husband or my previous relationship and really not even be upset like I'm used to anymore because I realize they may have not have a good foundation. They Absolutely. may have taught that cheating was okay. Yeah. Having more than woman, it was celebrated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all these things, they weren't taught right either, yeah. either right? So forgive let go and realize that could this be the reason for all of us when we have dysfunction relationship yeah, is absolutely. because our foundation was rocky yeah. and we're still living in the old man and we have not taken on the new mindset we have not even learned how to be the bride of christ so that we can be a bride or to somebody else because then that's a great start to start over with but we know that there's victory but yeah. once prophet read this scripture i want to say something to the divorcees out there okay yeah so i'll read uh, ephesians 5 uh, chapter 20 starting with 20 giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another, another. Wow. in the fear of God. Submit. Submitting yourselves one to another. A lot of times people think that submission is just one way, yeah, right? Yeah, because typically we always say that scripture, wives, submit yourselves, to which husband. is actually the next scripture. Yeah. So submitting yourselves one to another, yeah. each other, in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife even as Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives. Wife, love, love. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Christ died for people that rejected him. Wow. He wow. died, you know, he died for those that accept him, but don't forget this. Christ died for people that rejected him. And wow. He still died for them. Wow. So, Husbands, love your wives the same way Christ, even if you're rejected by your wife. Love your wife. Wow, that's good. Even as Christ has also loved the church and gave himself for it, mm -hmm. that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies, Men ought to love their wives as their own self. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. Yes, that's good, prophet. So we even got to go back to remember 1 Corinthians 13 that talk about true love and what love looked like. Because a lot of times we get this story, well, he said he loved me or she loved me. Um, but love love is not abusive. Love does not, you know, we talk about 1 yeah. Corinthians 13, love is yes. kind. You know, love doesn't keep record of wrong, always bringing up your past mistake, all that crazy stuff that happened when it comes to love and relationship. And I just want to say to our divorcees out there, those people that may have, um, have gone through a bad relationship or might be going through in this season in a, a relationship, you know, when you've been with somebody a long period of time, you know, and it's, it's coming to an end. 
uh, there's so much hurt, there's so much pain, there's so much baggage that you may be dealing with. And for those that are out there that you're still recovering, you're still trying yeah. to heal uh, from the emotional trauma of the relationship, whether it was mentally, physically abusive, whatever it is, both male and female, whatever that trauma is that you're still being challenged with yeah. in that relationship. Yeah. You know, before we close out, we want to pray for all those people that need healing in their relationship and just breaking that soul tie and just being yes. able to to have yeah. forgiveness in your heart to forgive yourself forgive the person and to start over again and also to have hope again like i really want people out there to have hope because i yeah. remember being in that place where i lost hope you know yeah. i didn't think that i was going to get married again wow. i i you know after being divorced after going through trauma after dealing with the hurt uh, the baggage of it just being restored and the anxiety and all the emotional stuff that you deal with in the pain of that moment and how I'm here to testify that God can restore you in the moment when you're going through when you're in that pain when you're in that agony and you're remembering all the stuff all the trauma the person done to you it's it's hard sometimes to see outside when you're going through in that moment uh, but I want to encourage you and just to admonish you and encourage you this morning that it is a brighter day that you're going to look up one day and you're going to smile again and you're going to witness happiness again and that person that God truly has for you uh, that you will find that they will find you because the Bible says he that findeth a wife findeth yes, a good yes. thing and receive it the favor yeah. of the Lord yeah. so you he will find you you know so you don't yeah. have to be so much of searching for him and, and but yeah, go ahead and so, prophet and, and yeah and I would say listen for that uh, for that person that you said that to let me say this is that the bible says a man that finally for wife finally for good thing and obtains favor from the lord regardless of whether somebody was divorced regardless of whether somebody is a widow yeah, regardless let me tell you good. something it's like if you understood something even for the widow jesus really had a heart towards widows yes and the yes. fathers he, you got to understand something for those who are broken and, and have a, a, a contrite heart God has compassion on that and let me say this I want to say this specifically for that situation of, or whoever the person was that you're saying that there's a scripture in Romans 4 that talks about Abraham and it says who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall his seed be but it was the phrase that stood out for Abraham it was who hoped who, who against hope believed in hope sometimes you feel like your situation is hopeless so against any kind of hope that you could have to possibly find marriage for this to happen to you, I want you to hope beyond hope. Yeah. Believe, yes. believe in presence. Because let me tell you something. Because see, even as I'm talking right now, yeah. I know we're not in church and we're on the radio program. Yeah, but what I'm talking, I feel the spirit, spirit of the Lord. Lord. Yeah. So let me say That's this to we you. Want. I'm saying this to you, to yes. that person. Listen. A brighter day is coming for you. Yes. The marriage is going to find your life. Yes. The marriage is going to find yes. your life. Let me say this. I'm excited. I'm this I feel God. The, yeah, I feel the Lord. Yes. For this person, whoever this Hallelujah. person is, I'm saying marriage is going to find your life. Yeah. Marriage is going to find your Thank life. You, and Jesus. so in these moments, there's still, and even sometimes what we may not know, there's certain things that God is constantly stripping from us. Yeah. Stripping from us. Yeah. Stripping the, the possibility of us maybe never getting married. God's trying to strip that off. Yes. Stop looking at time. Stop looking at time where it hasn't happened yet. Or, don't revisit or, you know the past. I mean? It's like, don't revisit the past. Well, yeah. well it's like, I can't. I, 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 for whatever reason I'm not getting married and I don't know why it's taking so long it's like things aren't working out yes. whatever this thing is let me tell you something God is specifically saying for you for this person that God says that marriage is going to happen for you it's yes. not over it's not over
over. It's, it's not, not over. over. It's not over. It is not over. It I is want not you to believe, over. Because let me say something. Yes. God is mindful of you. Yes. He God is. is mindful of everyone under the sound of our voice. God is mindful yes. of you. Yes. He's mindful of you. And you got you you have to know that. Yes. You have to know that you it's not know over. That. It's not and many over. Times, many times we think that it's over. Yes. Many times we really think that it's over and, and, and we really lose faith. Yes. And, and see, when you hope beyond hope, that means your faith has to be to the level of not just believing. Yes. It's a place past believing is called to know. Yes. When you know, that's a greater, that's another ascension of faith. Yes. It's to know something. Yeah, Lord, the, the centurion said, um, uh, he, the man said, he said, Lord, I believe. But he said, help my unbelief. unbelief yeah. Because his disciples, Jesus' disciples couldn't do what Jesus did. So he believed that this could happen, but he said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. So yeah. there was a dual reality. Yeah. He believed, but then he didn't believe. Yeah. So he was in limbo. So let me say for anybody's faith out there that seems like, Lord, I don't know if I'm going to get married. I don't know. I believe, but I don't know if it's for me. I believe, I don't know if it's for me. I don't know if this is going to happen. Listen, let me tell you something. Listen, believe. believe. Have faith. Have faith. But no. No, yeah. it's like no longer say, Lord, I believe, but please help my unbelief because I really don't know. When you say that, that means you truly don't believe. Yeah, yeah. It's not over for you. Yeah, it's definitely not for over. For everyone under the sound yes. of our voice, it is not over for yes, your life. Yes, yes, yes. It's not over. Yes. I want you to continue to believe. Yeah, and we want you to heal. And I think on Wednesday, probably we could talk about just healing me from, from we could share our testimony me from the uh, aspect of being a divorcee you from the aspect of dating somebody and just healing from that hurt and pain so yeah. we can help people out there because there's a lot of people i believe that are so wounded when it comes to relationships so many people both yes. men and women that have been cheating on that have been hurt and yeah. you're carrying that scar is still there like it's so deep embedded in you yes. and you don't know how to move on and you know you're hiding behind it but you have not totally healed yet and and it's almost like it has damaged you and you've lost hope and i yeah. and i just believe the spirit of the living god is here now even on the airway to, to meet you right where you are and for yeah. those that are still battling it with the, the tears and the anxiety and the stress of a relationship that has been damaged and you're still like man just going through that that trauma of it you still might even be with yeah. that person living with them and like you're trapped with that 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 you're you're i just feel so much yeah. hurt right now yeah. honey and i just believe god wants to bring hope yeah. he wants to bring healing he wants to bring restoration yeah. to you you connected to the wrong guy yeah. you've made the wrong mistake you're in a relationship yeah. that has been just really trying yeah. so i just pray right yeah. now for you you know that god will just yeah. you know bring hope and bring healing yeah. to you you yes. know and, and i want to say and we got eight minutes before 10 o'clock at the top of the hour but I really want to say this. I want to emphasize this. No one's been talking about singles and, and marriages and the divorce and even the widow. But I want to make it clear. It's not over. Listen to this. It's not finished. It's not ending. Come on. It's only the beginning. Yes. Woo. Listen to the words. God is restoring you. I want you to hear this. Yes. When God is in it, there is no limit. There is no limit. When God. 
God is in the midst. God is in the midst. It's not over. It's not over. Listen, I want you guys to begin to believe and to know that it's not over for you because God is in it. God is in even your loneliness. And all of this is it's, it's just a process. It's just a process, but greater is coming. Things going to turn around. It's not over for your life. For the widow, for the divorcee, for the single one that wants to be married and seems like that widow, that, that young lady who wants to be married and you feel like, no man is even considering me or looking at me. Listen, keep believing. Yes, can we hope pray beyond hope. Yeah. We're going to close and we're going to pray out, but I want you to really go to the Lord right now. And we're going to pray out. And so, is there any last words of confidence that you want to say to somebody? No, it's, it's a Friday day morning show, and I just feel like God just want to bring hope to singles to marry to people that are divorced and even those that are married man there's hope there's hope in christ jesus and so i just feel like god wants to lift a heavy weight of burden when it comes to relationship off of people life and i know that there is power in prayer i know that there is power in the realm of the spirit when we begin to pray and intercede and so that's why prayer is so important but i just been feeling even before we close out on this show such a a heavy burden that you know god wants to wipe your tears away god wants to restore you god wants to bring healing to you right now because i feel like there's a woman there's a man there's somebody out there that is struggling that is crying right now in the name of jesus christ and god wants to bring healing and rest and restoration to them so father god we come to you right now in the name of jesus yes. christ and father we lift up prayer oh god in the name of jesus christ we're praying oh god for every person that may be going through hurt and going through pain in the name of jesus christ father we're asking oh god that you will send healing to them right now father we're asking god that you will release your angels of deliverance oh god to every woman oh god i ask that you will wipe the tears away oh god father i can feel oh god god the pain and the agony and the frustration that is in so many relationships oh god in the name of jesus god i can feel the brokenhearted in the name of jesus christ and father we pray right now through the prayer power of intercession oh god that you will meet oh god every person whether married single oh god or those that are divorced oh god those that are in relationship god that it's a tug and war oh god that there is a breaking in communication oh god those that are being healed oh god from the trauma of a relationship that did not go well and so father we lift them up before you right now and we pray in the name of jesus christ that every spirit of anxiety pain hurt the trauma shall leave them right now in the name of jesus christ father bring restoration to the heart of your people to relationship to couples oh god i pray that the love of god the agape love of god will meet them right where they are father to that woman to that man oh god that the pain seems so excruciating father they need an outlet god they need to be healed oh god those that have turned to sleep in pill those that are 
on anxiety medicine, those that are dealing with depression, oh God, because of the trauma of the relationship, God, I pray for you right now by the spirit of the living God, and I pray divine healing and restoration to you right now. I pray that your tears will be wiped. I pray that you will have an encounter with God like never before, that the weight will be lifted, that the burden will be light in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Father, we pray right now, and we thank you, God, that through the power of prayer that you're going to visit them, you're going to visit relationship, you're going to restore relationship, you're going to heal the brokenhearted to the glory of God. And Father, we thank you and we glorify you and we give your name the praise, the honor and the glory that is due your name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If that's you out there, I just wherever you are, if you need to drop on your knees or lift your hand to God, just ask the Father even now to heal you. Ask him to restore you and ask him to bring back hope into your life. And so we love you so much. And we just want to speak a blessing, the blessings of the Lord that make it rich and added no sorrow. That it is not over in the name of Jesus Christ. When it comes to relationship, it's not over. You will marry again. Your relationship will succeed in the name of Jesus. You will find the man of God, the woman of God. He will locate you and he will find you. And so I pray that you will have patience and that you will wait upon the Lord and be encouraged today it is a brighter day and we look forward to hearing the announcements of your wedding and the restoration of your marriages amen yes yes we pray that you guys are touched and blessed today and listen well it's that time yes that means the conclusion of our time here with you today today has been a glorious and a blessed one it's a beautiful day in god's neighborhood so guess what that makes today a brighter day this is prophet james Prophet is sweet. And this is Brighter Days in the Morning. I'm one half of the Brighter Day Morning Show. All by myself. I'm not good being solo. But together, we make a dynamic duo. Like two peas in a pod, not twins, more like twits. We give you something sweet, but with some real substance in the mix. Listen, it's our desire that we awaken and bring a desire for your desire to go higher in Christ. And we'll inspire everything with the word. So listen, this is Inspiration 360 Radio. Com. Home of inspiration, motivation, transformation. So listen, I want you guys to listen to this, and y'all worship while you're going yes. out. Listen to this song. This song simply says, it's not over, it's so it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter if things don't look like it's shaking up. It is not over for your life. You are not forgotten by God. Know that things are going to change. Yes. Hope beyond hope. Have faith like the pioneers. Believe that there's something greater for your life, because the change is going to come. Regardless of what it's looking like with the pandemic, God still has greatness in store for you. You will reap a harvest, and it is not over for you. Yes. Be blessed, and we will see you again on Wednesday. And you can follow us on Free the Life Global Ministries. Yes, and you can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at Key to Life Global Ministry. You can send us friend requests at Jared and Fiona Rogers. Key to Life Global Ministry, we are here for you. Reach out to us, send us a message. You can email us at key to life global ministry at gmail.com. Be blessed. Is it?
gotta hear this tonight. Take the limits of our God.
Just as sure.